Uh, hello and welcome, friends, to Ashes Pathfinders, the dedicated Ashes of Creation show. Now running 60 episodes strong. We have a uh, guest today, aside from my co-host Daedalus, uh, Makinoji. Did I say that right? Yeah, you said that right. <laughs> All right, damn. You kind of had that cringe look on your face, and I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> shit. Um, so, yeah, Daedalus, welcome back. My co-host, as always. Are you Howdy. Right on. So, Mackie, why don't you uh, tell everybody here on the show uh, just a little bit about yourself, kind of like the kind of uh, content you create, uh, kind of, um, you know, who you are in the community. I know I know, I know you, and Daedalus definitely knows you, but maybe not everybody does. So, so hi, I'm Mackie. Oh, by the way, you can call me Mackie. <laughs> uh, my name is a little long for people. Um, so I do content for Ashes. Um, mostly at the moment, it's lore, music, uh, fan fiction. Uh, it's kind of slow at the moment. It took some time off, kind of back now. Uh, hoping to get that rolling again. Um, yeah. I try to do fun things uh, with my content. I don't take myself too seriously. That's about it. <laughs> you said you do. You said you do. Uh, what'd you say? It was I don't know. I just I heard you say something about like um, was it um, fiction, right? Yeah, fan fiction. Fan so fiction. Um, so I guess my the, question uh, is going to be nothing too steamy. Oh no 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 no. Um, so the way the channel started off was through the the old forums. If any, if anybody yeah. is familiar with the old forums, they there used to be a uh, a subsection of the community creations that was for uh, community stories. So people would submit stories there, and essentially what I would do is contact the author and turn that uh, story into uh, basically like an audio book telling of it uh, and post it to my channel and people actually enjoyed that for a, a very long time um they kind of dried out due to um ashes changing their forms so that that section kind of got lost and it's still lost today that's interesting i that's an interesting subject because i remember that actually and i'm kind of wonder i'm surprised i i haven't navigated back to like look to be to be fair i really haven't spent nearly as much time into the, in the forums as, as much as I used to since they've been back up. But I do remember that being there. It's a little unfortunate that that happened. I'm, I don't know. I feel like you got to give like your art peers and your, you know, fan fiction and, you know, all the people that are engaged in those different areas, kind of their forum for that, because they don't really get a whole lot of, generally speaking, don't really get a whole lot of like light. Um, I always, oh, think, yeah. I always think it's really cool whenever you see like devs though, and they kind of do, you know how like right now we're doing like in, in the ashes uh, creation community, we have like a fan. Is it a fan art or something? Friday. I think right. they, I think they mm -hmm. ought to just like expand upon that and just call it like a fan Friday, where you can submit some creation, and you could actually submit maybe short stories and stuff like that too. Because some other other companies, other um, developers and stuff, like they actually will um, have something similar to that, where they can kind of share short stories and things like that of that nature. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I actually was just thinking about that after you brought that up. I was like, why don't they just include that too? So it's not just like art on Friday only. Not right. that there's anything wrong with that. I've actually been debating on um, submitting like a charcoal piece, you know, in my abundant spare time creating one and then submitting it. And I, if I submit it, A, 
I'd want to know that Intrepid would accept it. And B, I better see it on the damn wall if I go up there because whenever <laughs> I only say, not because I'm entitled, only because whenever whenever I sit down, whenever Sin sits down to create like a piece, I'm talking about myself in the third person, but whenever I sit down to do a piece, like it's genuinely like six to 12 hours because charcoal Thanks. can be really tricky if you like smudge it, the whole thing's wrecked. You know, you got to keep it just, straight through at least i do and then you gotta like seal it at the end but hey everybody we've got a bunch more people i wonder if it's because i wonder if our chat's popping today because of the fact that uh the game's actually up and running and people have something to do again <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> yeah i was talking to the guys here before we got started we've got a we got a few things on the agenda today it's been it's been about three weeks since our last show and uh mainly because we didn't really have a whole lot to talk about but now that we've kind of got uh more consistency we've got more to talk about so there's a few things we're going to touch on uh, to start off they they do have an otter article now i'm just going to kind of skim this and if either one of you want to share something we'll discuss it briefly um but based on our conversations earlier i kind of have a feeling that uh this is going to be a now nah, pass on sim we'll see <laughs> um so we have the first one which is the uh the otter article otterly playful um that one was actually uh, released, what, like a week ago or something like that? Yeah, um, on the 19th. Blog post. Doing what we've seen before, they're really outlining the uh, uh, kind of creation of a creature in the game. Of course, the otter, if you remember, is uh, one of the um, uh, store monthly store cosmetics. I think it came out with the Nikwa, uh outfit. Yeah, it was a while back. Yeah, it was like well, probably a few months now, right? Something like that. Yeah, the like Tidebreaker. <clears throat> right. Mm -hmm. Anyway... They outlined the creation of that. They talk about it there, so go check it out. Um, the other one was Dev Discussion 10. And usually during the Dev Discussions, uh, we usually kind of pose the question and answer it ourselves. And this one was kind of, I felt, a bit lackluster. Uh, the, the question essentially was just, do you prefer groups that require the MMO Trinity tank, DPS, or healer, or more freeform groups? I think what that was doing was kind of hinting at, this was also on September 12th, but I think that one was just hinting at, uh, you know, do you prefer the Holy Trinity or are you looking forward to what we have to store in Ashes where we kind of give you support too? But um, I don't know. Is there anything you all really wanted to share on that one? Figured I'd touch base on it. Yeah, I'm just, um, I mean, a couple of things. I mean, nothing like I don't have a dissertation prepared or anything, so yeah. don't expect that. But I, I have a few comments just like cool. based on what I, you know, what I've done gaming wise and what I prefer. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I agree. It's, you know, it was maybe a more, I don't, I don't want to say loaded question, but it felt like it was more directed, Yeah. you know, and I don't know. I think one of the things that I got was a little bugged by, it's like, are you, so then are you saying, is it more a content question or is it more, a party mechanic question really like what kind of content do you want to see in the world and by what like you know how how would you want to consume it as a group right versus you know do you like the fact that we have you know an eight you know party of eight option or or you know kind of are you okay directionally with that so yeah that's where i thought it was like i'm not sure what you really want to know and I think if maybe they were a little more specific there, you probably would have maybe gotten less open-ended feedback. 
but maybe the intent is to be open-ended and see what people come up with too yeah yeah that was kind of like looking down at the comments people are just talking about the typical what they prefer in group i mean i don't know i think this can kind of i can see it as a couple ways i can see it as being like their way of fishing out you know what kind of group comps people are looking for um I think I think that I would have probably felt that that was more of like an engaging question if uh, if if what they asked was a little bit more to the to the context of like, you know, maybe group composition and dynamics. Like, you know, when you maybe get into an instance, how do you prefer the group functions, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, where you've actually got people that are there to support the group by, you know, CCing mobs and stuff like that, that I feel like could have gotten me into a little bit more discussion. But, you know, I, I I'm not one to be able to answer that outside of anything other than whatever works because every scenario is different right so i mean i kind of answered it the way you're asking it which is kind of interesting that we both kind of came at it from different backgrounds and we Mm -hmm. kind of felt like it was it head to the same place i mean personally i like non-traditional groups Mm -hmm. um i really like and I didn't know what I didn't know until I actually did it in a couple of games, Dark Age of Camelot, City of Heroes. I love the support force multiplier type of classes. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed doing those roles. I did kind of, a, was it a minstrel in Dark Age? And I did a controller, multiple controllers, many, many controllers in City of Heroes. And I like that aspect of it. And I do hope that the content in general, whether it be instance, whether it be open world, is kind of varied in the sense that it's like certain aspects encourage all different types of comps and making sure that no class is kind of left out. Like I, what would to me would be an utter failure is if any class, any class combination really is like, oh, we don't need you because of X, right? This encounter doesn't need bards or this encounter doesn't need mages or what have you, right? That's, I would like that every group has, or every class has some type of relevance or utility. And so I hope we don't get into, this is the group comp for this encounter and there's no other way to be creative about it. Mm -hmm. That's where I think, you know, this would fail as a mechanic in terms of the party. I'm hoping with the bigger group size that they're going to be a lot there's going to be a lot more to work or at least a lot, a lot more options in terms of engaging different. Right on. So let's talk a little bit. Oh, go ahead, Mackie. I have just a small thought. Uh, I kind of just to piggyback off of Daedalus. uh, It's like, I'm concerned with the question in, in as a whole is like you said, it's, really open-ended like what, mm-hmm. what was the purpose of this question mm-hmm. um every game is going to have a meta and to piggyback off what he just said is uh that concern of classes being left out of that yeah. meta uh, and theory crafting those classes to actually work with a group dynamic but you have the this huge majority of the community who was following meta and you know it's just like no 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 we don't want you in this in this party because you're xyz you know so that's just one of my concerns about traditional roles um i'm i'm like dataless i like uh, i like a little bit of both um mm-hmm. when it comes to like raids dungeons i like traditional roles because uh, everyone knows what to do 
essentially, mm-hmm. especially if it's like a new group or a random group. Uh, but if it's like a, a guild run or a friend run kind of thing, yeah, let's have an open-ended type of class system. I'm okay. Yeah, I agree. You know, we had the live stream last, was it Thursday? Right? Friday. Sorry. Friday. Sorry, Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ended up watching the uh, Arc Age 1 too, uh, the Arc Age Un- Unchained. And so to piggyback off, piggyback <laughs> off of Mackie's uh, uh, two cents there was that we were talking right before we got started about making Paladins great again. Because <laughs> everybody knows Daedalus and I love our Paladins. But, you know, in, in that particular game in Arc Age, that's one of the games where the Paladins just kind of not used. Like it, mm-hmm. you can play it as a tank, but it's not really like the choice in tanks. And so that's mm-hmm. a perfect example of like where you don't want to, you don't want your class to be useless. Like you want to be useful in pretty much every area of gameplay. Like I want to be able to play a class where if I'm going to commit to it and invest a lot of time and then, you know, go into, whether we're talking PVP, PVE, um, world kind of uh, world boss kind of fights or anything like that, you don't want to be left out or useless to where you can't complete some area within the game by playing your main. Like you know, you get you know, because if you got achievements in the game too, then there's that whole you know multifolded kind of problem where it's like, well, I've invested a lot of time, I've leveled up my character, I've gone and farmed gear, and I've done all this stuff, and um, if I want to be useful, I've got to go and I've got to create another character. And now maybe I've lost these achievements or maybe there's some achievement that you can only get under certain circumstances that's really difficult to get that you worked really hard for. And now you can't even get that on. You know what I mean? Like you kind of lose right. your sense of accomplishment from that. So, yeah, that, that's kind Absolutely. of something to add on to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm an alt freak. I mean, I've already got a list of how many different <laughs> kinds of combos I want to do, but mm-hmm. still my like first love has always been my main. And one of the things that I really disliked about wow is it gave me plenty of opportunities to shelve my main, my paladin for a long time. Yeah. And, and and granted they, I don't know that they really knew what to do with the paladin until maybe more recently, but still it, it was very, as a player, very devaluing for me and, caused me to kind of maybe step back from the game and not be as engaged because what I wanted to do in the game is add value. And when I felt like I couldn't add value because of something I couldn't control, that made it, uh, I would say, a less than positive experience for me. So I hope, you know, the, the mistakes of other MMOs aren't repeated with Ashes of Creation. Yes, we had the live stream on Friday and overall the live stream, uh, given my two cents here on this one is uh, I was pretty happy that it followed the same format that we've had for multiple months now. Uh, It's been it's been pretty consistent. I liked it. Um, The main thing, I mean, the one thing that I wish it probably didn't happen as often is I kind of feel like we get a lot of repetitive questions answered. Um, and I, you know, I can't, you can't really blame like the people that are asking the questions, but I think that like what, what could be helpful is, you know, they, they kind of posted ahead of time, you know, post your questions here. Now to be fair, I don't go very often and actually like check out how many people have actually asked questions. 
and how many of them I can I can gauge is are is actually going to you know be repetitive. Something that the majority of us who might be veteran players or people in the community are aware of already. Um, but if if they're doing this ahead of time, then I feel like it could be useful to kind of maybe and maybe they're trying to. But I still feel like it gets really repetitive to things that I have heard them either say in one one place or another already multiple times. So I would just like to see maybe more questions answered that maybe aren't um, given the attention. And that and it, and to be fair, it could be that maybe they're just that's what they're getting is mostly repetitive questions, and they want to make sure that they spend their time actually answering as many people as they can, which is fair. But I think that I would. And then, yeah, someone's going to go, Sim, why don't you sub, sub, you know, send one in then? Shit. <laughs> I just realized <laughs> I'm contributing to probably some part of the problem. Guess I better get on that one. All right. <laughs> but the, the one thing that I was actually the most excited about was uh, the dragons, getting to see the dragon, the different, like, variations that they worked on. And they weren't just, mm. and the thing I was happy about was they weren't just different colors like you know the drakes and wow i'm talking about like mm -hmm. you know it's like you get the amber one you get the you get your black drake you get the one you get from doing uh what do you call it um what was it called it's the one that was like uh stop making trouble sim <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm not trying to look i'm owning my shit okay okay i'm owning it <laughs> at least i can do that there's that place though it's a dragon was it called dragon uh it's, oh, Anixia? No, 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 no. It's like south of Dalaran in uh, Northrend. You go oh, south to the uh, Dragon Temple and down underneath is that raid. What's it called? Oh, I know this because uh, I did it so many times. Oh, my um, gosh. It's driving me nuts. Fact check us, guys. <laughs> wow, man. I have done yeah, I, that so like, no, many times. Hey, Shaz, what's up? Uh, Something yeah, I definitely need to Google it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's how far removed I am. Oh, from my gosh. I mean, I used to do that all the time. Dang it, dude. Dragon? That's Dragon Soul, is it? No, no, no. It's not Dragon Soul. It's the same place Dragon Soul is. It's the one where you go in there and you've got like the three dragons around the room and you got the big one in the middle, but you can't touch them until you handle the outside three. And then yeah, there was I, a. I know which one. There was a. There was that achievement where you like went and you ran around and you like, you know, killed all the ads and stuff, but you left the three drakes alone. You came back, you killed the one in the middle. If you did it within a certain mm -hmm. amount of time before the three drakes nullified it, then you get the amount, then you get the amount that would drop guaranteed every time and people would farm it. Wow. If you can't tell, I've done that one a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, farming it for the black drake, right? It was that one. Yep. All right. And then Actually, I should know mm -hmm. this. Maybe I was scarred by all the farming that uh, I did. Maybe I'm just scarred by the fact that we, uh, you know, I can't. Now, if I logged on, it would be like, your character has a name change because you stopped yeah, paying us money. For real. for real, right? Thanks a lot. You never want me coming <laughs> back. All right, then, Blizzard, you got it. On that note, that this, what was my point in that? The drag, it's not a, it's not a, it's not the same. It's not just taking the same Drake and just reskinning it in a different color. It actually, like, Features about it change, scales change, horns change, or were added, you know, and not like in the, not in the way that WoW does it, where they just go and they add a couple things, and you know, now you've got horns and you're a different mount or something. So it was cool. I liked it. Uh, it was really well done. It looked really good. I saw somebody somewhere was posting a, like a petition to get the wings changed, changed or something, and I was like, all right, man, it's it's there. 
that's their creature. They envision them the way they want to. But yeah, if you want to, yeah. But if you want to change something, can we not use the tank name as a class archetype? Thanks. That'd be great. Every opportunity I get to say that one, I'm going to. Um, but I don't have a whole lot else outside of I'm glad that they're consistent, and I feel like the consistency is the biggest part. What were some of your all's takeaways from the live stream? I just like the armor. <laughs> the yeah. armor that they showcased was amazing. Uh, uh, Steven wore some new armor in the game last night too. So. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was a white version they showed on the stream, which was cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton to add here either. I mean, I think generally they kind of, you know, went full geeking out on some of the back end stuff, which I think got a little dry, I think, for most gamers. I mean, I was excited about it because, you know, they have definitely made back end improvements right. and progress right. and it's made Talented. itself an APOC and and just seeing the changes in the combat alone were enough you know that they you know talking them talking about the process they had to do and they executed in a couple of weeks of development and obviously it took a couple more weeks to test and polish but still they had a you know a, a pretty good update there I mean, I think the quality of the stream was high in the sense of the assets, like you were saying. The format was good. Intellectually, I think um, what I would say, even though they're qualifying it and most people know this APOC process, right? Um, and MMO progress is equating to APOC progress. So there's kind of their stealing from each other there. But I still think the stream weighed a little heavy on APOC updates. I do want that pendulum to swing the other way. And again, right, I know they're doing the more technical, not so sexy stuff, but I just want to see the MMO. And what was interesting as as we get into going to APOC, I have a kind of a few comments about that and the hype that it generated in me about the MMO, which I was unexpected, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so uh quick quick uh quick moment here I, i'm making i'm making a, a trend or i'm making a point to do this more often uh i have another show quick segue here to advertise for the other show called rhetoric it's on tuesdays tomorrow 4 p.m central uh tune in if you're interested uh, interested in really awesome conversations on a variety of topics I have different creators that come and hang out there and uh, we bring our big brains together and talk about big topics and sometimes really cheesy geeky ones but aside from that i'm making a point on all the shows to kind of like when someone does something in chat that i feel like i should be acknowledging them for thanks for making that note sarah jazz i'm gonna do it so shazad thanks so much for gifting that uh now what 21 subs total in chat to heather thank you so much bro i appreciate that very much and also mackie clarifying question is that a dog or cat in the background that's my dog <laughs> can i why is he talking like a cat to me right now she's, the couch is huge she, she's also huge but okay uh, now i see doggo okay we're good dog <laughs> just got up i was like i could I swear that looks like a cat it's oh, right <laughs> yeah um she's literally a monster <laughs> they're like in check on holy shit it moves she's a small child when she stretches out <laughs> oh that's so funny man so yeah, so yeah, uh, let's go ahead and kind of dig in. On, I'm gonna make a few points they made. <laughs> um, <laughs> a few points they made. So Apocalypse now available 24/7. That is the standalone 
product that encompasses three different game modes that we can only play one of currently, which is the BR. You get Horde mode and you get Castle Sieges, all testing for the MMORPG. Um, speaking of last night, one thing I don't want to leave out was, since we're going to kind of talk about live streams, there was one last night. It was like, I don't remember what time it started, but it was like uh, 1 a.m. Central for sure. So Stephen was like digging in at like 11 over there in Cali and uh, 11 p.m. Um, I guess they might have gave some skins away um, that to people that a ton, a ton of them. Um, like five, I believe. Okay, so they gave out some. So their skins for the for the uh, Griffins and the BR, right? I saw the yeah. one Alex was uh, riding. It was like a kind of like a blue aura mm-hmm. kind of winged uh, skin or whatever. And then they had the um, variation to the the white armor type that they that you mentioned. Uh, I understand now they had the is it the Ember Storm Drake skin for the MMO over the weekend. It got extended to Wednesday list. Wednesday. To Wednesday this week, you have to hit level seven in, in APOC and Apocalypse. So if you haven't already, just do the main mainly the little adventures, which is like your quest for the week and your dailies or whatever. Do that, you pretty much get it. Um, especially if you run solo, you'll get it relatively easily. Um, that's uh, yeah. Anyway, that's relevant, but you can do that. It's a pretty cool uh, creature. They actually showed the Ember Storm uh, Drake variation on the stream uh, last Friday. Shaz, thanks so much. Again, 22 subs in chat. Thank you for gifting that sub to TL. Thanks, bro. You rock. Um, but they made some points. 24-7 access to APOC. The creative director's letter will most likely be coming out the first week of October. So that should be this week, hypothetically. Um, also, now, if you have been around the community for a while in October, they do like kind of a Halloween contest. Um, they usually what last year it was like what a short story, then they had pumpkin carving, then they had uh art, and then maybe something else I can't remember. But yeah, they let you su- submit. Uh, I remember the year before that, um, it was the first time they did it, and that was when they were giving away Alpha Zero keys, right? And it was really cool because that first year they were like, We're gonna give one away to the winner of each of these like categories. And they ended up giving one to everybody who participated, actually. So they're yeah, really that generous. Was, that was pretty cool mm-hmm. that they did that. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude. I should have done something. And then and then later I ended up like donating and wanted on a charity live stream. So that was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, they got that. They're working on leaderboards for Apocalypse if you care. And uh, if you want to get that Ember Storm Drake, you got to participate up until Wednesday. Get hit level seven. Um but yeah, overall, that's really the main takeaways from the live stream. Let's talk about the good stuff. At least what I consider the good stuff, which was APOC. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. Because I can't believe I'm agreeing <laughs> with you, too. <laughs> I'm surprised Daedalus is agreeing with me. Uh, about a month ago when we tested it, uh, they opened it up. They put it on Steam. I was like, I don't know about this, y'all. So they not be the best choice. They're going to get hammered on the Steam like when people do their reviews and they did. And then there was a pause that they kept working on some stuff, put it back out and damn, is that thing polished? It, it not only functions really well, it looks really good. The only complaint I have about it visually, the only one is cause they've improved on like the graphics, the textures, everything. But the only thing uh, I would complain about is like just the light levels a little much for me. 
Um, it has been, yeah, it has been for me the whole time, but, um, I'm, I'm not going to dig too much into this. I want to get your guys' feedback, let you all rant and rave and ramble a bit here about what you have to say about APOC and its, you know, state, what it means for the MMO. Go. No pressure. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Man, keep want to take a stab? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> So I'll start. I'll start with the the Steam reviews. Okay, we'll we'll start there. Right on. Um, so I generally stay away from reviews like that, uh, but I was curious. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, curiosity yes. killed the cat. So I reading just you know all these negative comments. Oh lord. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about the reviews. Um. They, they can recover eventually. Um, as far as the APOC, uh, as someone who generally doesn't play like FPSs or BRs or anything like that, uh, because I have horrible coordination, uh, <laughs> my vision is horrible. So uh, yeah, uh, going into this, like uh, the few the few tests before this, um, it was that those tests were interesting. Combat was very clunky still, but then uh, this this BR, I had very little expectation, I guess, uh, considering they had it down for a very long time. Yeah. But I was actually really surprised that I was enjoying a battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I I jumped in, started testing. I think I, I think the first day. Uh, I had like maybe a few crashes, you know, the latency and all that. Um, but overall, my my experience from like up until like yesterday was has been very positive. Combat very uh, it's fluid, but melee is still you know kind of clunky. The block is weird. Um, just testing out a bunch of other things other than combat, like uh, how things interact with the environment, some of the art assets, uh, and different things like that. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm very pleased with it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kind of do the same format as Mackie here. I think the reviews on Steam, what I try to look at and... Uh, before I really believe what somebody has to say about a game, regardless, is how many hours played they've got. Um, and I can tell you the people that actually spent the time and played the game, mostly positive, right? And I think there was a segment of the population that just really sought to review bomb Steam and spam Steam with their personal opinion, right? Personally, I wasn't a fan of the BR decision from the start, mm -hmm. but that doesn't preclude the fact that it gave us glimpses into the future of the MMO we all backed. I mean, it's all about a journey. And I kind of took a step back, kind of feeling after, you know, feeling a little disenchanted for some time. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I saw the giveaway that was happening. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. I looked, I have played previous iterations. I was not a fan. Um, I There was a lot of ground to cover from prior versions. And I think in this version, they brought it. 
Um, it's clearly not perfect. This is an iterative process. We knew that from the start. Um, but I think they really nailed a fun experience. And again, this is me. I've never stepped foot in any BR before APOC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could say overall, it was pretty, the pros for me overall, it was pretty stable. I only had two matches in around 15 hours played over the weekend that I actually had rubber banding where it was an issue. I mentioned it, got, you know, I was going back and forth with Alex about it and he went in and kind of looked at it and they kept rolling out fixes. Um, I think another pro for me was the environment was breathtaking. My favorite one above all and seeing the transition from what it was to what it is now, the under realm. I was fascinated by the under realm, even though I was hit or miss whether or not there was a chest there or that I found a chest that wasn't looted there. I always tried to make a point at least every couple of matches of going to the under realm just to go in and take it all in. Um, I agree with you, Sim, on the brightness in the outdoor environments. That was a bit foggy to me, and that kind of was distracting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the attention to detail and the destruction, though still needed some work, was pretty cool. I mean, that potion launcher, I like, you know, completely destroyed a building and I was just cackling with glee with that. I thought that was really fun. Um, I mean, for me, surprisingly, the BR did something to actually hype me about the MMO. And I found that pretty surprising in general, because I was like, I just can't, can't even imagine how much more potential there is in an MMO. Once you've got a solid base of at least stability, you know, animations kind of just, again, this is just, a really early iteration of what the action combat is going to look like. And I'm not an action combat person by any means. And it was, it was fun for me. I think some of the cons, and I know it's again, things that they're going to iterate on was outside of the quests that you could do. The leveling was a little painful. Um, And I think they could look at XP per kill, you know, you know, per placement in the final tier. If you won the game, if you were in the top 10, et cetera, Mm -hmm. just kind of, that I think they maybe need to fine tune that a bit. Um, some of the downtime communications when it was really getting a little, you know, they were rolling out a bunch of fixes was a little spotty, you know, give yourself, you know, what I, what I call the, the, the Scotty estimate, you know, in Star Trek, when Scotty <laughs> says it's going to take me three hours and Kirk is like, you got to do it in one and he gets it done in half an hour. I mean, it's that kind of thing where you just need to give yourself a little bit of room because things aren't always going to go according to plan and communicating before you miss a deadline. I think long time back, Jalone mentioned this, something like this on one of his streams. To me, I'm more forgiving if you say, look, this is going to take an hour and 15 minutes before that hour hits saying, hey, this is going to take longer than that hour. Just want to keep you posted. I think that that was something that just needed to get worked out. Um and my, I think the my biggest, I would say the biggest gripe that I heard, I'm kind of neither here nor there on it, to be honest. Um, and it seems to haunt Intrepid is the monetization around the BR. You know, from my what I gathered in my limited research, I think the mechanics around it are pretty standard for other established BR products. However, it's hard for maybe somebody new to swallow, hey, this is a test environment, but you've got a fully working store in there and i know you need to test that i'm not you know ignorant of that fact 
but it seemed that it was pretty much in the forefront. And I think along those lines, when you talk about the giveaway, initially it was like level 20, Mm -hmm. like people on the live stream were just beside themselves. Like there's no way anyone can do that unless they started playing from day one. Thankfully, Steven listened to that feedback. And even we talked about before he's even extending the deadline. Right. Not to say, right, that I'm a fan of everybody getting a ribbon at the end of the day, but I still think you have to kind of put it within the realm of the real, look, really look at how long it's going to take people to reasonably do it. And everybody may not get to it, but at least kind of make it so it's not so far off that you have to know life it to get there. Um, you know, there are going to be, you know, a broad range of things you're going to do that for in the MMO. But this particular thing, if you're really wanting to encourage people to test, don't start them out of the gate with something that's maybe de-incentivizing them to do something. So um, I think that was good that they reacted to it, but it still, I think, felt like they could have maybe looked at that, thought that through before they announced it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like I said, I don't want to end on a bad note. Overall, I mean, me, who has not been a BR fan from day one, actually had a damn good time playing this game this weekend. So kudos to the staff and at Intrepid for really creating something that was a fun experience that people that actually invested the time in actually got a lot out of. Yeah, you wouldn't have uh, last year when we were doing this, like last fall, remember? It was about this time last year when uh, when we technically like, for well, for some of us got to start testing it before it was actually like streamable and everything. All the way up until like what December, January, Mm-mm, you were not a, uh, you didn't really have no. a lot of interest, and your story's definitely shifted. Oh yeah, I mean, I it's like I heard BR, and, you know, my, I, I kind of tuned it out. I said I know what it's for. I'll you know put some time in, but for me, it was it was a chore to test that. And I know as a tester, you're like yeah, you're gonna deal with maybe them some things that are you're gonna need to iterate on, and you're not gonna have it be your favorite from the start but now i'm like i just went in there and okay i'll be honest i suck at vr right i'm i'm like if i can find a way to kill myself in a game it's gonna happen in a vr and i did that multiple times and i didn't you know i I had maybe a handful of kills the entire role but I was really enjoying it. I was enjoying the animations. I was enjoying the environment. I think they're really starting, things are starting to come together. And it's a really cool achievement that they're 24 7 now, because that gets me excited about next step mm-hmm. Castle Siege, A1, et cetera. Definitely. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to give my like, kudos here on this one i was writing down some points whenever you both were talking about this uh so one one thing i was like always saying remember i've said this so many times i know people are going to nod here in chat i was like if they want people to test the br when the mmo community doesn't want to do it you really got to like incentivize them to play give them a reason to come play give them something they can use in the mmo that you get so this is literally what i was saying would be a good idea to do Right. So I was really stoked to see him do that. I mean, even if they like gave stuff to the content creators to give away, I'd be cool with that too. But, uh, which by the way, I'm going to go ahead and say this cause it's already been said on like two or three of the other content creator streams. So 
I'm just basically telling you what I heard from them. I don't know if it's something we're even supposed to share or not, but there's talk that content creators are going to be getting keys in the near future to give away that are going to have to be like, they're going to be cosmetics that are going to actually be in the MMO or the BR or both. So I'm pretty excited because some of us are going to be able to give stuff like that away finally. Um, but the other thing was in regard to like the, the Drake, I think 20, like I got through, got to level seven this weekend, did it on Saturday. I mean, it took me a good chunk of the day. Uh, but that was mainly due to like matchmaking issues kind of got in the way. Then they took it down for like an hour. Then we saw the issue while they were down for that hour of like kind of the falling into the old pill or we call it bad routines of basically like not really being very good with like communicating. Like they're like, Hey, so take 15 minutes an hour later, we're all getting back in, you know, uh, luckily we had good conversations on the stream and everything, but that was like, that's kind of one of those things that like, you know, if you get to the 15 minute marker, you see it's going to take longer. Like you got that support tweet, uh, Twitter, tweeter, whatever, Twitter, you can <laughs> go and you can like tweet out or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I think it would have been good if they had been doing that. But uh, so those two points, the other thing was like that. I think a lot of people were like, <laughs> I can you know, get some crap in chat for that. The other thing was is like getting to level 20. I don't know that it would have been possible. Uh, no, I don't think it would have been because of because if you've gotten to level seven already over the weekend, you real because I went and I got a win my first day playing on Sunday after I'd already gotten to level seven and all that. It was like my first or no, it was my first game. I went and I got a win, and I got to the end. I got the win. I was like, where where's my XP? I was like, I just won this, got some kills. I'm like, what what? Why did I only move like that much? of the bar so basically the quests that you get the adventures quote-unquote quests that you get uh weekly and or daily are the ones that's providing you the most xp so so that wouldn't have that would not have gone very well for a lot of people that maybe even didn't want to play so yeah i think the xp should be raised just a little bit not not quite where it was at like last time we tested it because that was a little mm -hmm. or not last time we tested it but back in like december towards the end when they you know, because some of it's got the 50 and unlocked the cosmetics and all that stuff already. That happened pretty quickly. Like we could get there in a, I want to say I got there in like uh, two days or something like that. Maybe three. Um, something. It was pretty, it was pretty quick. It was like on a weekend. Um, but yeah, I think that the XP needs to be raised a little bit because outside of just playing during the, the weekly adventures or the daily ones, I, I wouldn't play because you're not getting a whole lot for of XP and I'm a completionist. I want my level to go up. So if I'm not gonna be able to get my level up, I'm kind of like not really incentivized to do it a whole lot. So there's that. Uh, yeah. The environment, uh, I thought I noticed the environment was significantly uh, more detailed and I'm still trying to like keep in mind that this is still technically like alpha. And it's it's dramatically improved since like last fall when we played and we haven't really gotten to play it this whole year up until now. Not really. So there's that. Um, the destructibles I noticed are it seems like pretty. The destructibles seem a little bit better. It's not like you're just knocking a panel off anymore. It's almost like they kind of explode. Mm -hmm. um, so that's pretty cool. My my complaints weapon wise is going to be like Bone Smasher. Really? Is it still? <laughs> they brought Lifebringer back, which is beautiful. It sounds a whole lot like Lightbringer. And the potion launcher's got to get nerfed. 
<laughs> that thing is just serpentine motions, bro. Serpentine motions. <laughs> yeah. Bone Smasher is so OP, man. It is really OP. But anyway, yeah, those are my main my main takeaways. Um, I don't know, you know, like I remember Alpha Zero at this point, and I remember looking back at Alpha Zero and thinking, man, that world would have looked so good if it looked like it did in APOC right now. Mm-hmm. It'll get there. Yeah. And we're still Alpha, so for me, the big takeaway is, man, it's looking good. And uh, yeah, we might get Alpha 1 before Horde mode per Steven last night. Yep. That was a gem, definitely. Yeah. It was it was very yeah. exciting to hear that. Yeah. I mean, good... I, I think there wasn't any commitment on day, though. So, I mean, personally, I'm like, I'm trying to temper that excitement a bit. I'm thinking Q1 at the earliest. We're going to see that. But like late Q1. Because Steven, I mean, I love the guy, but he is really optimistic about dates. And that has come back to bite Intrepid more than a few times. Right. Um, I'm surprised so, he got away with that. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure he's probably gotten a brow beating from Maggie since. <laughs> <She's> then, but <laughs> you think she you think she kind of went off on him this morning or something? When I'm, he... <laughs> I'm sure she like she was like, oh, she's no, she's a Twitch con. She's like, I'm probably safe for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's so funny. I was... But I mean, the team did pull off this combat overhaul in a very short period of time. So I'm not saying it's not possible, right? I'm not saying he's unrealistic, but. You know, they're going to be in a larger studio and ramp up resources in November. So maybe there's more there that we don't know. I mean, you never know. But still, it's like there's there's time and then there's intrepid time, right? It's like, yeah. And that, to me, speaks to the, the fact that they, they really want to be aggressive. But at the same time, they also want to release something that they're happy with, right? Which is why they were like, okay, let's drop APOC offline, Let's really hunker down. Let's really make this into something that people can enjoy. And they did that. So, again, let's balance the scales here a little. Um, yeah, there was like another, uh, what was the other thing I was going to make note of um, with with APOC? Uh, da, da, da. Also, TLF in chat was saying uh, she wasn't really too sure how she felt about them uh putting alpha one out maybe before hard horde mode and saying she was looking forward to sieges and horde mode. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I would like to see alpha one. I'd like to be playing the MMO probably more than I would the, the battle Royale or anything. I think I still think I stand by what I said before though, that when they get to the point where they've got castle sieges out, uh, I think that's going to be a really strong standalone product at that point beyond the VR. And the reason I say that is the, the class kits are not going to be the same, but there's going to be like hints of the flavor of things like cleric and ranger and all of that um, in those cl- those kits for the, for the, uh, for the castle sieges. But the castle sieges to me is like, it's that instancing experience of like doing a battleground and wow, only mm-hmm. it's a siege and it's on the standalone product, and I haven't really played anything like that before. I think that alone is going to be strong. Um, I just I'd hate to see it take away anything too much from the MMO. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking what they really started with mm-hmm. with the VR, right? It was a, it 
uncovered a lot of back-end things they needed to do to balance the a certain amount of players, et cetera. And I totally feel like they can do all of this in parallel, right? I mean, again, this is assuming they ramp up resources big time, which mm-hmm. is that's their plan in November. I still think it's going to be viable to have them running in parallel because you can still test things in the MMO that aren't necessarily going to translate back to these other modes, but you can still work on really balancing the core mechanics of the game, which is larger scale battles, epic battles they really want to do. You're talking about Castle Siege doing your PvP stuff, right? Node Wars, Castle Sieges, right? And Horde Mode is going to be your your raids, your large raids, your 40-man raids plus, right? So I still think they can coexist. I'm just waiting for that, you know, ramp up of resources to make sure that you can support, you know, both modes for what their purpose is, right? Which is Mm -hmm. one is getting data, one is executing on the MMO given that data. Yeah, I'm going to read some some notes from chat too. So uh, yeah, so so Alpha 1 was only tab target. There was like no action combat in it. Uh, and so I'm hearing multiple people in chat saying, yeah, they should release the horde mode and siege modes before they do alpha one. Um, and then to kind of like piggyback on that and to discuss it based on what they previously were talking about, right? We were going to get like the four main archetypes for alpha. this is past information. This could all be scrapped at this point, but we were going to get, uh, uh, likely tab target, uh, combat. Um, we were going to get quests. We were going to get no development. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, we're going to get oh, at least two races, I believe, maybe. Yeah, yeah it was going to be caravans too, right? Caravans too, yeah, no development caravans. Well, I, I can't remember up to the stage. I think there's like three or four on no development maybe. Um, and then and then in uh, the second phase of Alpha 1, I think maybe they're just going to go to Alpha 2 with this. They were going to uh, add like uh, the other classes, potentially the combat system, Um uh, changes with uh, tab targeting or not tab targeting, but action combat and all that, the hybridization that they were working on. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly where we're going to be with Alpha One, uh, but I know that like I don't know where they're going to plan to fit things like castle sieges and um, you know anything to do with like the harder monster AI, such as like maybe fighting a horde of of something because a horde of something like we've seen in some of the more recent videos that they've released was like we saw like the dinos right mm-hmm. and stuff like that there'll be monster packs that'll be like that and the horde mode's all essentially just to help test the ai for these you know world bosses and monster packs and things like that mobs that they're working on um yeah no one's really talked about that the new the new node video that we've all waited for forever um, mm. I don't know when we're going to get that. I, I, I honestly, I'm kind of wondering what the holdup is on that. Because I feel like they've got the information. I mean, they know what they're going to do, right? They, uh, essentially had this video pretty much done like several months back. Um, but yeah, I don't know my, my last, like my last statement here before I'm, I'm kind of done saying all of my piece is going to be, I'm really glad that even though last night was kind of late and i couldn't really enjoy it right steven if you ever watch this can you just a couple hours earlier before it's the old man's betty by time that'd be great but um i haven't really seen them do a stream like that 
in what was it like November or something during the fundraiser again? Yeah. <laughs> drink an energy drink. Listen, Baz. No. Turd. It's one of my little brothers in chat. <laughs> like, he's the troll little brother, too, by the way. Um, yeah, I was just really glad to see it because back back around the Kickstarter and up through the first maybe oh year, I would say. You would always get these like random you know streams where Steve would be like, Hey, we wanted to show you this real quick, right? Or we're just gonna jump on and kind of hang out and answer questions. And I don't know about you all, but those moments were actually kind of invigorating as far mm -hmm. as you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was like more personal, you know, it felt more personal and you know, you kind of got a little bit more like this one-on-one, -on -one, he's kicking it at home, playing games mm -hmm. with his friends hanging out with chat and talking and that was really i don't know it was just really good and we got to see i got to see that for a few minutes last night but it was nice to see that again i think part of me was going how how did he get away with this well he's the ceo i guess is that but yeah when he runs it when he runs the gig he can do what he wants but um i guess i just hope to see some more of that because i feel like it would be really good for the community to see more of that uh, yeah, was. that's kind of what I commented to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say it definitely was a treat to catch that. Um, I was about to go to bed, and then I get the notification. So I click on it. And he actually did uh, two or three uh, restarts because they were having audio issues, of course. Right. And then uh, yeah. he, finally got, he finally got it fixed. Uh, I started up, and... I lost track of time because I was just watching, like just watching everything. I was actually in a match the first time he started streaming and they killed me. All the GMs killed me. Uh, I didn't even know that was them until I went back to watch the stream. I'm like, wait, that was them killed me. Uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty fun. Chat was going wild. They crashed the server. Uh, I think it was like six to 10 people just slamming their, their, uh, their weapons onto Steven at one point and everything just went haywire. Like, <laughs> they all disappeared. Uh, it was, it was a fucking mess. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And, and that energy drink bang is fantastic in chat. I'm just saying, I love it. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say something. I, I've been lately. Can we just talk drinks for a minute real fast? Sure. Let's talk drinks. Has anybody ever, I just want to know, and don't give me shit for this, but has anybody else had those White Claws or or truly this is seltzer alcohol? Oh, man, those things are lit. <laughs> I actually saw an ad for that when I was grabbing some dinner for the wife and I the other night, and I'm like, where do I know that from? And that now it call becomes... That whatever that is, that looks tasty. I think I should try that. Then I realized, no, I can't really do that for medical purposes. <laughs> They're all giving. Like, it was tempting. It was tempting. What do you mean? Why? Why not? Try it. Just do it. Uh, I'm, Come on. There. Yeah. There. I. I can't go into it because of HIPAA. But yeah, I got oh. some medical concerns oh. with that combination. Wait. So oh just, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. 
I'll, I'll leave it at that. I feel like such an enabler. I'm like, come on, try one. Do it. Do it. Come on. I know, right? <laughs> we know who I was in high school. You're driving me to drink. So appreciate you, son. You're, you're, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know, man. It was pretty good. <laughs> My brother Shaz is like, it is healthy. Just one. Hey, if you do it, you stream it. One. I, I know enough to know that. We're all on prune juice and warm milk before bedtime. <laughs> Guilty as charged. People give me, dude, I was talking about this before the rhetoric show last week, and I just had like, a, I think Vic Vicious, she was giving me a hard time about it. She was like, no, that stuff's not real alcohol. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? I, I was like, I got, I got tipsy the other day on it. Don't tell me it's not real alcohol. It just worked. <laughs> I don't know, man. Those, those seltzer waters are, or those uh, alcohol seltzers are like, yeah, my, I like it. They're good. But I think we're about, I'm not a lightweight, Baz. Don't you tell me that. I'm not going to get into it off stream, bro. We're going to have a discussion. What's up, Mackie? You have entered the realm of the lights, right? <laughs> are you? I drink, I drink one Welcome of anything. And crusade. I'm, Dude, I'm telling you right yeah. now, they're inexpensive. It's like the cost of like a buck sixty roughly for one of these things i promise you if you're a lightweight you're gonna be feeling good with one of them and they're small little cans <laughs> man and they don't uh, even I'm taste bad right i'm Yo. telling you i'm such a lightweight those things they give you on the airplane that are like i'm gonna be in oh. stupid time i'm just gonna say it's been that long so so i i think one of those would be mega dangerous for me <laughs> i'm not saying you should drink i'm just saying it's if you already do drink, it's worth checking out on your Friday or Saturday night. Just one. And then hit me up when you've had your first one. Let's talk about it. Um, but I was going to say, can I get some hammers in chat for Shazad? Thank you so much, bro, for uh, the 23 gifted subs in chat today. Gifting uh, all the Crusaders in chat. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate it. Yo, I think we're kind of winding down. Um, you know, before we kind of get done here, I'd like to speculate real, real quick on like, where would you all like to see things progress? This could be in chat or even to you too. Uh, it, if we're in an APOC right now, it's in a pretty good place. We're moving forward. Alpha One's on the horizon. Steven's saying, hey, it could potentially happen. All those hammers in chat. Holly, guys, fantastic. Steven's even saying it could happen before Horde mode. Um, I guess what I'm curious about is if you have a preference, like what would you want them to not do at this point? What would you be okay with them doing? What would you prefer seeing? As far as like progression here, you know, keep an alpha one at the end of the APOC testing in general, knowing that that could delay alpha one. Um, does it really matter to you? Uh, what, what do you all think? Hmm. Oh, go ahead, then. Uh, you know, I, honestly, it's like I'm actually excited that they're working this in parallel, that we got that, you know, possible, very likely feedback from Steven. And I'll say that while I did have a really positive experience on the BR, it did leave me wanting and and still excited, right? But wanting an MMO experience. Um, and I think they can still get good data with this APOC strategy. I think it'll help quiet some of the haters if they do kind of have this as a parallel effort. Um, and I think other than, you know, an actual client, right, to me, what would help is getting more than just like really super technical or lore related updates. 
which I still appreciate, don't get me wrong, but more MMO information so that doesn't grind to a halt. I think kind of working that in once they ramp up their resources, really kind of saying, okay, now our focus is going to be, we've got a stable, you know, test environment going. Let's really just shoot content to the moon, get something out there. People can touch and, and feel and, and shut the haters up. Right. I mean, I am a fan of being balanced. I'm not a white knight. I'm not a troll. I want to give constructive criticism. I just want something to sink my teeth into. So to me, where I want them to go is I would like to see castle sieges by the end of the year, Mm -hmm. whatever form that is. I want to see horde mode and alpha one in Q1, whenever that is in Q1. Most likely, I mean, personally, I think the earliest we're going to see it is end of Q1. But to me, that would be a good start. That'll give them plenty of time to start getting into and iterating. I'm under no delusions that something's going to release in full production for the MMO in 2020. Uh, 2020. I would be happy with sometime in 2021, but at least get the ball rolling on iterating on Alpha 1. Really give your community an opportunity to see that transparency once again um i think you know the impromptu streams were good um there was goodness in kind of responding to that so kind of do more of that just seeing what other mmos are doing with weekly updates you know quick streams nothing that's too rehearsed right um i know steven isn't a fan of rehearsing anyway but just give us give us something to be hyped about um, and, and try to get it executed in the next six months, I think, you know, max six months. Yeah. Seeing a lot in chat about like finish the product, finish, finish APOC, get APOC done. I, I, I honestly don't care. I'd be okay with them finishing APOC and getting it functional, all three game modes. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with seeing alpha one. The only thing I care about is just, you know, whatever you're doing, make sure you don't, don't cut any corners and keep keep making sure that you're you're actually you know making forward momentum that's not going to cause you to have to regress and they did actually do some hundred person matches on saturday uh was it was it solos and duos i can't remember I was it squads squad i couldn't remember man yeah but they did they did they, it didn't happen for very long but i i I just want to see hundred person matches again. I miss that man. Cause we've done it before in the past, like back during, uh, before they had the back end stuff they had to work on and redo. We actually were doing like some big matches back then. And man, that was fantastic. I loved it. Jumping into a fight and having 10 people trying to kill y'all at the right off the rip. You're just like, yeah, dude, I like it. Cause that's how I, that's how I, that's how I get better. Mm-hmm. So, and we've had and we've had a lot of kind of new faces. It's not just like the isolated people that are following Ashes for the MMO anymore. You're starting to see more other streamers that maybe have or haven't backed it, bigger ones, which is good. Kind of showcasing it for their audiences. So it's really nice to see that. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I think we're we're at a good point for our show. Any final thoughts from you all, Mackie? Um, <laughs> to hit on the last subject. Um, I want to see the religious node released. I want to see uh, nodes three released. 
Um, that's where they need to go first because we've been waiting. Oh, right. Um, and then uh, to get APOC, you know, settled. And I think they should keep doing more testing in APOC and open all of the modes to APOC uh, and try to incentivize more people to join like they're doing with the Dragon skin. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I want the MMO, so <laughs> give me yeah. the MMO. That's where they need to go. Uh, but Siege definitely will be like the point where I'm like, okay, now they're going to give me the MMO pretty soon. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'll be happy with Siege. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I kind of want to piggyback on that before Daedalus, uh, you kind of like give some feedback. But what I'm wondering is, what do you think would be some other good incentives that they could kind of offer outside of maybe just you know, a skin for a mount or whatever. Can you all come up with anything, even in chat? What would be, what would really incentivize us to really participate more? Titles, like maybe like some, say I don't want to encroach on the Kickstarter rewards, but mm-hmm. maybe something of that nature too. And, and make those awards really exclusive, right? So that only like a handful of people get the ones that are maybe might be like, I don't know, you get, um, to name uh, a bar in one of the towns or an inn in one of the towns, right? Um, we can call it the White Claw. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Free advertising but, for White Claw tonight. Exactly, okay. right? In product placement. <laughs> but no, but I mean, like, titles, I think, would be a good thing. You know, for collectors, I think that'll be something to incentivize. I mean, I still think, like, skins are good, costumes are good, mounts are good. So it's like, there's there's a whole laundry list of things. Just try to keep them out of the realm of encroaching on people that back the game from the start. So kind of keep it maybe you know vastly different from that. Um, so you know and, and make them you know unique and, and fun and and give a good spectrum. Not a bunch of everybody gets a ribbon, and not a bunch of something like that only a chosen few. Just kind of, you know, variety. Someone in chat said pets. I mm-hmm. agree with that. Man, yep. that'd be nuts, right? Yeah, pets. I agree. House items. Yeah, great, yeah. great stuff. The uh, TL. Yep. Yeah, TL always comes up with some really good ones too. Uh, out of curiosity, if they got the leaderboards, I just want to. I'm just curious if this would be a yay or nay from people, but they got the leaderboards rocking, right? And people and they created like a title and linked it to the leaderboards. Would you feel like that would be a good thing to have in the MMO or not so much crossing that over? Yes and no. Yes. Because the people who worked hard for it in APOC would be happy about it, but I don't, unless you were playing APOC, you wouldn't know what that title is if you were like a new player. Mm -hmm. So it it, kind of like, I don't know, it'd kind of be meaningless to some people, but to the person it'd be, you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a leaderboard mechanic in general in the MMO would be a good thing, right? If, you know, and that's kind of where you kind of go back to some of the concepts around investing stock in a guild, betting on a guild, that kind of thing. I mean, I want to say that they're going to put gambling in there, but like looking at the market as it relates to a guild influence, kind of having that as an input. I think translating 
like actual like scores, et cetera, over would be a huge mistake. I mean, having rewards to transfer over is fine, right? Cosmetics, titles, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, how did you get that? You know, that I think that is kind of within their wheelhouse, but actual like rankings, et cetera, translating over. I think that would be a mistake. Yeah. But having a, a way to gain prestige through a leaderboard, I think would be would be good to see that um, and kind of work that in. And I think they maybe were thinking that because they were talking about investing in your guild stock and having that be something on the market, right? That you might, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a way to kind of play that economy mechanic. Yeah, I agree. And I've seen a lot in chat too, like, <clears throat> like having the, having the, uh, the, I saw one on there from Nice Grim about it, maybe a monument with their names, uh, that is updated oh, monthly. Yeah. Like something that kind of updates monthly, monthly. And there's like one spot in the world because they're already doing stuff that's Kickstarter related and everything for like, some of us are going to have monuments of us in the world, you know? <laughs> oh, I'm getting Can we blow them up? No, not mine. <laughs> you can blow up Daedalus's. <laughs> what? Okay, oh, yeah, okay. Don't even get me started on that. There. Um. Yeah. See, it's a lot of a lot of really good ideas. Um. Uh, it said the Baz was saying I would vote no, but be, because anything leaderboard related isn't feasible for vast majority of people. Yeah, I think I think I think something like a title translating over and and keeping it just like a title, not to, something that doesn't actually influence. Uh, like NPCs or anything like you know any any actual functioning in the world because there's a lot of things that are going to tie into like the overall narrative that are earnable that are based on around prestige in the MMORPG that do influence things like NPCs and how they respond to you and stuff like that. I think that's supposed to happen if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> or was it just talked about it? Anyway, excuse me. I'm going to clear my throat. Um, all right, cool. I think we need to wind this one down. Um, I actually usually just kind of like type in and, uh, kind of like link everybody's stuff and things, but I'm actually gonna let you guys go the old school way. Why don't you go in and shout out your channels, your, your places, stuff and things so people can find, you know, where to catch your content and stuff at. Mackie. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can catch me at youtube.com slash And that's where my content is, uh, I stream casually, and that's Twitch slash Macanoji. Right on. Okay, you're gonna make me remember my links, but I'm primarily <laughs> on. I hope you on know. Twitter at the Ashen Herald um, on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/c/slash/AshenHerald, and you can hit me up on my website mm-hmm. uh, AshenHerald.com. Wow. I tell you, my little brother was a troll. He just said I would get the game just to draw a dick butt on Sin's statue. <laughs> thanks, thanks, really, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, we're not going to go into the situation that occurred this weekend where we had a bug that I ended up perishing at the, at your hand, but you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to my guests and co-hosts. Thanks for being here and hanging out, y'all. Contributing to the conversations. Thanks to all of you here on the stream. If you're watching this on YouTube here in the next couple of days, uh, please contribute to the conversation. You can do so by uh, dropping comments on the video, giving it some love, sharing it with people, 
tell them to check it out, all that stuff. Um, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I got a show on, um, Tuesdays on Twitch at 2 PM, PDT, 4 PM, CDT and 5 PM EDT, uh, here in the U S uh, called rhetoric. I would definitely encourage y'all to check it out. Come hang out with everybody. We have a pretty good time. It's usually around three hours in length. I know it's crazy, but it's awesome. You get to meet all kinds of different content creators coming together, having great conversations. I encourage you all to come hang out. And as always, until next time, I will see you all on stream. Please hang out. I'm going to try and send what viewership we have over to somebody streaming something in ashes right now. Luckily, now that we have these servers open, I can kind of send some traffic to somebody streaming. So please hang out. I'll see y'all next time and see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great night. Take care.